Good afternoon. I am Pastor Antonio Eubanks of Heat Ministries, where we believe in using the Word of God to heal, empower, and teach so that you may be properly equipped to help establish the kingdom of God and its principles in your families, communities, and world. If you're in the metro Atlanta area, we invite you to attend our Sunday service for a life-impacting experience. Please visit our website at heatministries.org for more information. We would love to hear from you. But for now, we pray that you enjoy this message. God bless. dig in just a little bit more about what he says that he wants you to worship him in spirit and in truth so according to the scripture it says that we must worship him in spirit and in truth and you want to know what it's the spirit means in the spirit means that the lord which is the holy spirit has to reside somewhere on the inside of you amen because you can't Worship him in spirit if the Holy Spirit is not dwelling on the inside of you. Y'all got that? How can you worship something that is not already inside of you? So that means that you have you have accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior. Therefore, you can now worship him in spirit. And then it says, in truth. So the truth of the matter is, you can't just worship him in spirit, but you've got to worship him in truth. Truth is what? It's your Bible. It's the inspired word of God. So that's the truth. That's the truth right there. So we must worship God how he is already revealed in the Bible. How is he revealed? We worship him as the God of mercy, the God of grace, the God of justice, the God of love, the God of forgiveness. Excuse me, devil, you were a liar. He's the God of forgiveness. Amen. 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 See how he tried to slip right on in there? <laughs> you will not have your way. So we just thank God. But then when it says that we have, it says that God was revealed in the Bible, but according to that, God is the God who welcomes you into heaven with open arms. You agree? Amen. He welcomes you with open arms. But then he's a he's a God who will also condemn you to hell. Say what? If you're not walking right, if you're not living right, if you're not doing what God has already mandated and called you to do, there's the consequences to the way that we live. He accepts you openly and says, yes, my child, I have a place for you, waiting for you up above. Amen. But we can also have heaven on earth as well. We don't have to wait till we die and return back to the Father. Amen. We can live heaven on earth. But there are consequences to our actions. So you all have your uh, Bible still. Let's go to Matthew 4, 8 through 11. And so the Lord just really began to just deal with me this week. And he was really, I mean, God has been speaking the fact that we have to elevate our worship level. We've been kind of lax. We've been, you know, just acting as if it's, you know, just another moment in time. And if you allow for those moments of time to just keep going by and you're not getting yourself in proper position and getting into oneness with God, then you're going to miss out on a lot. There's a lot of things that the Lord is wanting to bless you with. And he can't bless you if you can't worship him. Amen? Amen. 
If you feel that he's not worthy of, of your worship, then why should he bother? Matthew 4, 8, and 11. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all of the kingdoms of the world and their glory and said to him, all these things I will give you if you fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said to him, and I can just imagine that he, he didn't say it gently. I can imagine that he didn't say it meek. I can imagine that he didn't even say it quietly. But it said that Jesus said to him, go Satan, for it is written that you shall worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Then the devil left him and behold, angels came and began to minister to him. What happened right there? What happened right there? He rebuked the devil and then he said the word back to him, which is the truth, which is in the word of God. He said that the word says that I shall only serve God. Mm -hmm. Amen. And he said that I should only worship the Lord. So the devil flee. So we know that that means if Jesus, if he's been tempted and he's been tried, we know that we're going to be doing the same thing. Amen. So that means that we can't even try to fall down and be like, you know what? I'm not going to call on the name of Jesus. You can't bow down to anything that comes towards your way and makes you, you know, uh, serve your platter and be like, look, I got this million dollars. I got, I got these albums. I can, you know, hook you up with. I can, I got money in the bank. Uh-uh. I'm not bowing down to that. I'm not bowing down to that because my father's done did too much for me. I'm not bowing down. It's, it's amazing that he even he even told Jesus, "I want you to bow down and then worship me." I want you to fall to your feet and then worship me. I'm going to get you when you down and you out. And then I'm going to try to act like I'm blessing you. Come on, y'all. Y'all know that's a temporary blessing. We know that the, that the devil can't bless. But when God blesses you, it's a for real thing. Amen. But when, the, when Satan tries to bless you, or he can bless it's a temporary situation that's going to lead you straight to hell. And the word of God already said that he will condemn you straight to hell. So don't have that position. Don't get in that position. Ain't nothing worth, you know, sacrificing your life with God. Ain't nothing worth sacrificing the promises that God has for you. So basically what happened right there is they said that the angels began to minister to him. So when he began to worship the Lord, what that did was evoke the Holy Spirit to move on his behalf. What is evoke? Evoke means that it was stirred up, that the Holy Spirit was stimulated by the Lord saying, oh, I can't worship nothing but God. So what that did was stir up and evoke something inside of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit said, oh, I got to see about my child. I got to see about my son. See, what happened previously before this that we didn't read the scriptures before, but what happened was Jesus had been fasting for 40 days and for 40 nights. I know that we're in the house right now. We're all supposed to be on our fast starting today. Amen. amen. I didn't give it too many amens. Amen. amen. So today we officially were starting our fast ending it on next Sunday morning. So that means there's going to be some testing and some trialing during our time. 
Amen. We're going to be tested and we're going to be tried. But the bottom line is don't stop your worship with God. Don't stop in the midst of it when you want to give up and be like, you know what? Because the thing is that the prize is on the other side of your fasting. What are you expecting for your breakthrough from your fast? Literally, I'm asking you, what are you expecting? Y'all can just yell it out. What you expecting during this time of fasting for God? What is that? Prosperity. Anything else? Financial blessings. Amen. Amen. So as, as, as the enemy is sitting back listening to you yell out what you expecting from God, what you expecting he going to try to do? He's going to try to attack. But guess what? Even in the midst of the attack, you're not going to stop your worship with God. You're going to elevate it even more. Amen. You're not going to stop. You ain't going to sit down. You're going to keep on pressing through it. Because worshiping, and worshiping God, you don't always feel like worshiping him. That means that your flesh is in denial. Don't want, don't want nothing to do with it. But you got to press right through the fact that your flesh is saying, sit down, you know you're tired. Devil, you are alive. Go ahead and flee. I ain't got time for you. That means that my breakthrough is about to be around the corner. I'm not going to shut up, but I'm going to keep on pressing through. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Woo, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. So when we worship the Lord, we worship him because we want to give honor and we want to glorify him. And God says that he created even the angels to worship him day in and day out. So who do we think we are that we can't even take 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes to worship the Lord on a daily basis? How can you achieve and how can you get to the next level with God if you can't even sit still to begin to worship him? That means your spiritual discipline life is somewhere off cue. As Christians, we got to be spiritually disciplined. And you know, being disciplined requires work. Y'all want to get them spiritual muscles, you know, built up. That means your prayer life got to be right. That means your, your worship has got to be on cue. That means fasting has to be a part of your spiritual disciplined life. And then that means that you even got to open up the word. What you say, not only on Sunday, every day. Because what is that going to do? Again, that's building your spiritual muscles but God has already known that there's purpose and there's destiny on the inside of each and every one of us. And if Satan can try to come in and him and all his little schemes and attacks and all his little amps and everybody, you know, all his little homeboys and stuff like that to try to infiltrate into you to keep you off track, that's what he's going to try to do. But as the people of God, I'm telling you right now, God says he's daring you to worship him to another level. Y'all ready for the course? Don't just say yeah if you ain't ready for the course. Because when you begin to profess it and speak it, first of all, when we make a vow to God, we want to make sure that when we make that vow that we're going to try to do our best to stay true to that vow. Because he's going to judge you at the end of it. He's going to be like, why did you even open up your mouth to tell me that you was going to do something? And now there you are. Laying in sin, acting like I'm not even here. So we don't want to displease our Father. Because there's some blessings that are hidden behind the worship. When it said that, that, that it evokes the Holy Spirit to move, 
what happens when it's evoked? What happens when it's evoked? When the Holy Spirit has been stirred up, when the Holy Spirit has been stimulated in your life, when God is activating, moving actively in your life, when it has been stimulated, what is going to happen? That means there's going to be some healing in the atmosphere. That means some emotional, some physical healing that's going to take place. That means that there's going to be some deliverance taking place. That means that there, that there's going to be some miracles happening in the atmosphere. And when all that stuff is moving and circulating all around you, all you got to be able to do is take your hand and say hallelujah. Because you already been in a place of worship. You ain't just now trying to get into a place of worship because you see some blessings flying around. It's because it's your part of your life and you already doing that. Does that make sense? You ain't doing it on the spot. You've been doing it. You've been conditioned. See, Satan don't want you to be a conditioned Christian. He does not want you to be a conditioned Christian. And I'm telling you here today, as far as we can depend on it, every time that we come in this house, we're going to do everything that we can to make sure that we're all equipped and ready to handle the battle as it comes towards us. Because on the other side, what's the point of us even having this church if you all ain't being equipped? To be able to move forward. It ain't because of the fact of, oh, it's, it's just the way that it looks and ministry is so awesome and blah, 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 blah. Devil is a lie. I'm telling you that it's hard work. But it's a mandate that we've accepted and something that we've taken on and said, Lord, we will equip your people. When the Lord begins to speak and he says, I need for my children to understand, I need them to do this, that, or the other. And I'm telling you, this way God says, I need my people's worship to go to a whole nother level. Don't rely on the person that's trying to guide you into a place of worship. This is your, this is your livelihood. These are promises that God has prophetically spoken over your life. Things that you're waiting for, the manifestation of some things to take place. And see, the manifestation ain't going to take place if you're out of position. What? Learn your position. Stay in position. Praise. At the end of that, when I said that spiritual discipline and worship consists of prayer, fasting, studying the word, and then there's praise at the end of it. What is praise? Praise is to exalt the Lord, is to bless the Lord, is to glorify the Lord, is to magnify his name because there is no other name that you ought to be opening your mouth to give praise to but the Almighty. Amen. See, even right there, y'all was silent. Even right there. He said to praise me because I'm worthy of the exaltation. I'm worthy of the glory. I'm worthy of the magnifying. I'm worthy for you to get out of position of your stagnant, the same old places, how you've been worshiping him. He says, no, I've got some blessings. I've got some blessings for Jay. I've got some blessings for Sharice. I've got some blessings for Charletta. What? They've been worshiping me. Oh my God, angels move on their behalf. Because when you're not 
opening your mouth, when you're not worshiping him, when you're not praising him, then he's like, you know what? Okay, well, you don't want it? Okay, well, let me go over here and let me bless this man of God. It says, what God gives, can't no man take. But guess what? If you act like you don't want it, then he'd be like, you know what? I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give it to you because I see you over there trying to break through and pray and break through your worship time. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So if you got your, your Bibles again, you should already have them out. Let's go to Romans 12 and 1. Hallelujah. This is going to, this ain't no long teaching. It's just I'm telling you what the Lord had just was like, I need for them to just get a glimpse and understand what worship is really all about. It is ironic the fact that heat ministries, what is the other part of heat ministries? Christian. Christian means self-discipline, right? Spiritual discipline. And then we got worship at the end of it. So, of course, the Lord wants us to be walking the way that we need to be walking so that healing, so that empowering, and that his word can be taught. Amen? Amen. Christians being spiritually disciplined in a time of worship inside of the worship center. Hallelujah. Amen. Romans 12.1 Therefore, I urge you, brethren, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies a living and holy sacrifice, acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service of worship. What does that mean? That means you got to learn and start turning the plate down if that's your issue. Because sometimes that may not be your issue. Your issue may be Facebook, reality shows, sweets, sex. What was that? Dying to your flesh. Spending money we ain't got no business spending. Out of control. Lustful eyes. Amen? So... In that, the Lord says, present your bodies as a living sacrifice. He said that your body is a temple. It's a temple. So that means, oh, okay. If God would not be doing this right now, why am I doing this? I'm supposed to be protecting what goes in my head, protecting what I see, protecting what I hear, protecting what I speak out. And then I'm glorifying him all in the midst of it. It's depressing. It's depressing to get into a place of sincere worship. To truly please God. But guess what? As we're pleasing God, what else are we doing? We're reaping the benefits. See, that's where, that's where the enemy fails to when he's whispering in your ear telling you to get off course. You, you thinking that you missed it. You ain't missed it. You ain't missed it. God is right there. So I'm asking you today, are you, are you willing to go to this next hall of what God has? Are you ready to elevate yourself to another level with him? Are you ready to be spiritually disciplined where you're going to be, you know, in the midst of like, no, I, I can't go roll with you today. I, I got to spend some time with, like Jasmine said, my boo. <laughs> yes, yes. Me and boo got a date. And guess what? That date got to be every day. If you at least are not in the word every day, you need to be communicating with him on a daily basis. And for some, I'm telling you, almost there on the hour, I got to, especially while I'm at work. Excuse me, I'll be right back. 
Amen. I'm not going to let you take me out of my element right now. I'm going to go worship my father even though it ain't the way that I want to, but at least he'll know that I'm... Lord, you better touch her right now. Before I do. Anybody know what I'm talking about? <laughs> what you say? I'll be right back. I go to the bathroom. Okay. Amen. Amen. So God says what? He says that he is he has equipped you to worship him. Don't say it's not on in the inside of you. The devil is alive because God created you to worship him. And he said to worship him what? In spirit and in truth. Do I need to go back? I want to know what was in spirit. What was in the spirit? Amen. He's got to reside on the inside of you before you can truly activate the spirit of worship inside of you. And then the truth. When you're worshiping the Lord in the truth, what is in the truth? The word of God. Amen. Amen. See, God, your people are getting it. So what you going to do once y'all leave out of here? Once things begin to settle down and you didn't had your lunch and, you know, your feet up and you're relaxing, what you going to do? You gonna spend some time with the Lord? I know you don't spend some time with Him right now. I know that you don't spend some time with Him right now. But I want to know what are you gonna do to be able to elevate your worship level with God? Think on it. You ain't gotta say it out loud. As much as it depends on. I will make sure that my father have his way in your life. Whatever intercession that I got to do, whatever intercession that my husband's got to do, we're going to make sure that we're interceding and moving on your behalf that the Lord is going to touch you in a mighty way, that you won't be sitting back waiting for something to show up before you begin to open up your mouth and give God the worship that he truly, truly deserves. All the praise that you have inside of you. No more silencing. Because that's a trick and that's a tool that the enemy will use your silence to be a weapon against you. So God, I thank you. I thank you right now, but God, that you're doing something powerful right now with your people. I thank you that even in this time right now that as we're here, Lord God, that we're going to begin to open up our mouth right now. Regardless if I feel like it or not, I need for the people of God, for what you've already been deposited this morning, that you've already been deposited with a little bit of tools to be able to move forward. This is not the time for you to begin to be silent. The Lord says, praise me, worship me in spirit, and worship me in truth. Don't sit back and act like I didn't give you no vocal cords. I gave you a voice, and I expect that you open up your mouth and begin to worship me. Get out of position. You've been sitting down too long. You've been acting like your feet been hurting, but my arms hurt when I laid on the cross for you. Did you think that I like that position? The Lord 
But he suffered for you. He suffered for you. That in itself is enough. Because sometimes when we look at ourselves, we realize how messed up we really are. But yeah, we're too busy pointing our finger at somebody else. See, once you get into a self-spiritual disciplined life, you'll be able to self-examine yourself. Stop looking at somebody else and try to pick out their faults. Examine yourselves. Do not be conformed to the patterns of this world. But by the renewing of your mind, then you can be transformed. You all stand to your feet. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. We thank you, God, that we thank you for your word that you've already selected, Lord God, with the position that we need to take this week. Father, we shall walk in spirit and in truth. We shall minister to one another in spirit and in truth. And we shall worship you in spirit and in truth. Now let nothing keep me from what you have for me, God. complacent too long. I done got used to the things being the same way that they've always been. God says dig a little deeper and, and get up out that pit that you've been in. Worshiping me the same way. Let the light shine inside of you so that you can resemble me.
Let's have a love affair with one another. Communing with each other. Because see, the one thing about prayer is that we're so used to opening up our mouth all the time, telling God what we want, what we need, what, what we don't, God, burning and complaining. God says, shut up. I've already, I already heard what you got to say. Now I need you to be quiet so I can speak to you. Just come with whatever it is and guess what? 
You can shake it off your shoulder while you up here at the altar. You can just shake it off. See, you can't have no attachments to me. Because we bind the attachments that's on the people of God. Keeping them from moving in their purpose. Keeping them from moving what God has destined for you to move into. I don't got time for this. I shake it off at the altar. And I keep it moving when I leave out of here. I don't got time for this idle chit chat. Trying to keep me distracted. I ain't got no time for it. See, this is an opportunity. You got some stuff on you right now. You need God to handle. You just come to the altar and shake it off. you can do it. Forgive me for even doubting you, God. 
Yes, God. We will continue to have a lifestyle of prayer. We'll continue to have a lifestyle of fasting. We'll continue to have a lifestyle of praising you, God. Father God, we thank you, God, that even when we don't feel like it, that we'll open up your word, God. And even when we don't understand it, God, that you give us the revelation of your word so that we'll know, Lord God, what you're saying and what you're speaking, God. We bind the deaf and mute spirit trying to come upon you when you open up the word. We bind confusion. Oh God, we speak clarity to us. Speak clarity to your people as we open up your word, God. Strengthen us with your power. Lord God, we know that when we're strengthened in power, we're strengthening in numbers. It's the body of Christ we're talking about. It's the kingdom of God. It's another place in here. It's another place in here. Father, we thank you for spiritual eyesight being renewed. You already had the vision. You had already been, been seeing some things, but you thought that maybe God had left you because you ain't been seeing things like you used to see. And you've been desiring to see that thing, and God says, I'm going to make that thing happen. Because if you begin to press and begin to worship me, I'm going to open up your eyes so that you can see far beyond when I can even tell you what you can expect. And then God says that he's even unclogging the ears of some of you all. Because you done had too much junk deposit inside of your ears. So that when the truth of God comes before you, you don't can't even distinguish the truth. So we unclog the ear of spiritual warfare wax. We remove it with your spirit, God. We remove it with your spirit, God. So that we can hear effectively what you were saying. Yes, God. In the name of Jesus, we bless you, God. We bless you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. New dimension. New dimensions. New impartations. The impartation coming directly from you, God. And if there's anyone who's not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, this is an opportunity for you to come to the altar. We've already opened the altar. So, if you need anything else from the Lord, cry out to Him right now. Cry out to Him right now. Shift. All is well. Even though my back might hurt right now. 
down, but all is well. My mama might be tripping right now, but all is well. My husband might be tripping right now, but all is well. My job might be tripping, but all is well. My finances ain't lining up the way that I want them to, but all is well. Let the people of God say amen. Amen. We thank God for today. Higher level. Yes, God.